0: travel back in time to the 80s reliving the shenanigans
1: it was the early 80s and sex was still a good way to meet new people
0: the disappointment that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that and the self-confidence i'm six foot three inches tall and maintain a
1: very consistent panda bear shape
0: because just like you we're stuck in the 80s sure it's not 1985 right now but who knows what tomorrow will bring Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Jen with one N. And today we tip our hat to the newly inducted members of the Rock Hall of Fame and give you three of their covers in the 80s. I was dreaming of the past And my heart being fan. flat So, uh, Jen... Brad in LA is not here. Do you, uh, you know, want to do his regular routine?
1: I would love to. And you know what is so funny to me? That Brad hates the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame so much that he boycotted the show. Can you believe it?
0: Oh, Brad. I'm, no, I'm
1: just kidding. He, <laughs> poor Brad. He couldn't make it. So I stepped in because because uh, that's what we do here at Stuck in the 80s. we uh, We have each other's backs. We're family. All right. So I'm also, I also get to, I'm very excited, folks. I also get to do Brad's Thing where he says all the places you can listen to this awesome podcast, which he has memorized, he knows it by heart, and I'm just going to say I do too because you're none the wiser. Right here we go. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and the CLNS Media mobile app. And don't forget to listen to our podcast at the CLNS Media website. You can find it at CLNS dot com.
0: Stay away from my window. Stay away from my back door too. Disconnect the telephone line. Relax, baby, and draw that blind. So, welcome to the show. If you haven't been paying attention to the news lately. You might have missed that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has inducted a new class of artists into its hallowed, um, well, halls, I guess, mm-hmm. not to be repetitive, but uh, the 2019 class included um, favorites such as The Cure, Def Leppard, Roxy Music, Janet Jackson, Stevie Nicks, who is the first woman to be inducted twice into the hall, Radiohead, and the Zombies.
1: What a lineup! Very exciting.
0: HBO will broadcast the induction ceremony on April 29th. But in the meantime, we thought, let's take this opportunity without Brad, who would not want to be here, in any case.
1: (laughs) Who would not be here.
0: (laughs) He's on the road to Las Vegas as we speak. Uh, Let's continue our popular Covers of the 80s series of podcasts and point out that even these amazing artists recorded some cover songs in our beloved decade.
1: Who didn't record a cover song, I'm beginning to think.
0: Well, that's, I think, been the big surprise in this series is that you – there's there's two surprises that have really hit me over the course of the 14 years and 501 episodes of Stuck in the 80s. <laughs> and two things. One is that so many of the movies that we loved that we thought were original movies in the 80s were actually remakes right? of movies that had been re- made like 50 years, 40 years, 30 years prior to – our decade and that so many of the signature songs of the eighties were in fact, uh, cover songs from earlier tunes that, that maybe weren't as popular. Some were like some popular cover songs in the eighties. We did this previously. Some songs that were number one in the eighties were also number one, like in the sixties. But, uh, today we're going to stick to three songs from artists who were inducted in to the rock hall a couple weeks ago and for the most part, you're going to know these songs. In fact, in fact, I guarantee you, you're going to know these songs. You just might not know that these bands recorded covers of them.
1: Right. You know, you, what you just said made me think of something. It made me think of all the like kids and, and teenagers and young folks today who must hear covers of 80s songs and see the, the reboot as they are now calling them of eighties movies and not realize that they're the, they're not original. Don't you think?
0: Well, it's, it it saddens me that people maybe saw the Ghostbusters reboot and thought, you know, (laughs) you know, a, this is an homage to a better movie and, and B, this movie sucks. And you know, the whole nine yards. So yeah, yeah, it is one of those weird things. And I kind of get a kick out of it, to be honest. I really enjoy discovering these songs Comparing them to the originals, you know, finding out the differences, finding out the little the niches and the natches. I'm not sure that's a word, but I'm going to go with it. And uh,
1: I'm going to start using natches natches. in my everyday Niches and natches.
0: So (laughs) uh, let's start off with one of my favorites. Uh, Roxy Music finally was inducted this year. I love Roxy Music. They are they are sacred to me. If you talk to any English band of the '80s, for the most part, they're all going to name Roxy Music as a huge influence. Now, it never occurred to me that who were Roxy Music's influences? Well, one of them had to be the Beatles and John Lennon. So it really comes as no surprise that they covered John Lennon's Jealous Guy. I did. Jealous guys, obviously um, from 1971's album "Imagine." Lennon reportedly began this writing the song in 1968. It was then called "Child of Nature," and it was one of the many songs that were supposed to appear on what was what would then become the White Album.
1: Hmm, I didn't know that.
0: I didn't know that until I researched either. The lyrics were originally inspired by a lecture given by the Maharishi in in 1968. And in its rewritten form, the song serves as a confessional in which Lennon addresses the feelings of inadequacy that resulted in his failures as a lover and a husband. podcast, everyone. What I didn't know that um, Jealous Guy has been probably one of the most re-recorded Lennon songs. There's at least 92 cover versions of it.
1: That's more than Kids
0: in America, even. 92. (laughs) Nine times. And Hmm. it was released in 1980 uh, right after the death of Lennon. And Roxy Mm -hmm. Music added a version of it to their set list right after his death. Right after his death. They were touring Germany, started playing the song, then they recorded it and released it in eighty one. It was the only UK number one hit for Roxy Music. Which is just impossible to believe.
1: Yeah, are you that seems huh?
0: <laughs> that that is <laughs> I'm gonna stick to it. Yeah, okay. So somebody from the UK can can write in and um well <laughs> we'll read your email on new show, but that's that's what my research tells me. But um apparently the, the appreciation for roxy music came much, much later. I don't know.
1: So I watched the video for this and Brian Ferry is looking the most Brian Ferry. Like he just he's got his suit on, a gray suit, pink tie, white shirt, and he is looking so fine. And I'm watching and it's very, very Roxy music, very early eighties, and I'm just like Crushing on Brian Ferry, and then he starts whistling, and then and then I'm like, oh, <laughs> not so much. Oh, <laughs> so no. I guess, yeah, yeah, Wave but no, off. he right, right. But uh, but I love I I like this version too. It's I, it feels like the. I mean, I, n- now that I know that 500 people also did covers of this song, but when when I heard it, heard it um, today, I was thinking how sort of thematically it seemed. It feels very Roxy music. You know what I mean? It's sure. It, Yeah, I don't know, but I guess a lot of people have that theme of jealousy.
0: (laughs) Stuck in the 80s is a proud partner with Care Of. Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packets right to your front door. Let's face it, 2019 is marching right along, isn't it? But have you kept pace with your health goals for this year? I know I haven't. I need some help. That's why I go to Care Of. 80s Nation ain't getting any younger, you guys. There's a quick solution, though, and it's an easy one. Carev has an online quiz. It takes five minutes. They ask about your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle choices, and then they craft a vitamin program that's right for you. And to get the vitamins, you don't have to go to a specialty store or hunt around at your pharmacy or go to the grocery store and ask the clerk where they are. Carev sends a subscription box right to your front door with daily packs of your vitamin program. And if you're vegan or vegetarian, no sweat. They have supplements geared towards you as well. And like me, you can even track your progress on your smartphone and earn rewards when you take your vitamins. Care of is here to help you take care of you. So the company has a special offer for Stuck in the 80s fans. Take 25% off your first month of personalized Care of vitamins. Just go to takecareof.com. And enter the promo code '80s. That's eight zero s. That's takecareof.com, dot com promo code '80s. Let's make the rest of twenty nineteen a healthy year for us all. <laughs> oh, so okay, Jen, with one end, you're up. What is your? You've got you got many artists to choose from. Which which uh, rock and roll Hall of Fame inductee did you choose, and what song did you choose from them?
1: Well, I'm not gonna not choose Janet Jackson, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I finally get to in fact, okay, here's where I make my big confession to 80s nation. Brad is actually tied up in a closet so that I could come and talk about no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So Janet Jackson, I'm very excited for her. And again, probably if Brad were here, he would be talking about rock and roll and how Janet Jackson is perhaps not, even though arguably Black Cat is a really rockin' song. Um anyway, what I chose was a cover that Janet Jackson did. The song I'm thinking of is was originally sung by Rod Stewart. And okay, bear with me here. This came out in 1977. Janet Jackson's version came out in 1997. But when you average it out, that's 1987, people. So I'm going to say... <laughs> It counts for this particular show And also Janet Jackson So the, sh- the song I chose, her cover is Rod Stewart's Tonight's the Night
0: Come come
1: So does this? Have you ever heard this version song? Uh, ver, have you ever heard this version, Steve?
0: No, and I—I I, I mean, I have to confess, I'm not a huge Janet Jackson fan, and it's not because it's not because I don't like her. I think she came onto the scene. Yeah, you checked time right time out that of was, that decade. <laughs> yeah, I stopped listening to the radio. Yeah, that's
1: okay. So, so the original version, um, Rod Stewart's version. As I said, came out in nineteen seventy-seven. It was on the album Every Picture Tells a Story. Janet's version came out on her album, The Velvet Rope, which was a very sexy, very like I don't know. It was like it was like Janet times a hundred, I guess. But I, I I love this song. I love this song. So Rod's version, obviously, he's got his own thing going. His voice is like really gravelly and and Doing the Rod Stewart sort of sexy thing. But then Janet's version, obviously her voice is higher, but it's also breathier. And the way the song is, it's a longer song. It's a little bit, um, a little bit slowed down. And it's definitely got those sort of R and B hooks and, and, and drums in it. And what's fun about this song, if you, if you listen closely is that she keeps all the original pronouns. So like, uh, you know, one of the lines is loosen up the back of your pretty French gown. Um and because c- I love you, girl. But then what's fun is she tosses in at one point, because I love you, boy. And then you realize, what's going on here? If you go to the beginning of the song, there's a line before music even really kicks in, yeah. where Janet says, this is just between me and you and you. And then you're like, huh, this is getting interesting. so so and she she goes with that theme when you know toward the end when she does she alternates because i love you girl because i love you boy so that makes it a little bit spicy a little saucy so that's kind of fun wow tonight was the night indeed yeah for sure and it does change the meaning a bit (laughs) from the original but um yeah i it's i love both of these albums um every picture for some reason the summer before I went into sixth grade, I listened, my dad, it was my dad's tape, I think, but I was home alone, latchkey kid. And I listened to every picture tells a story on tape every day that summer for, I have no idea why. I must have been like 10 years old. And for some reason, it just, I have no, I, I still to this day, I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> but I did. <laughs> and, uh, and this was on it and I loved it. I loved the song. I thought it was really cool. And it felt as, at 10 years old, it sort of just felt kind of racist. Racy, you know, it wasn't even the Janet like other version. Um, but yeah, so the the Velvet Rope again, yeah. not not eighties uh, per se, but that album was a big deal for me when I was in my early twenties, sort of like my my going out kind of music. You know,
0: were you a fan of Rod Stewart? Like, I I, I had a hard time kind of accepting him.
1: I was so I, I got to know. I mean, a lot of people would argue he didn't fare well in the eighties. I disagree, but I I got to know. Disco Rod Stewart when I was real little. That was the that was the introduction. An earlier episode we were talking about how like when I first saw Tina Turner, it was in the 80s and I had no idea she had a career before. Yeah. <laughs> Private dancer. Right. So it was the same with Rod Stewart for me. I got him with the like do you think I'm sexy? Hot like, like that? Rod Stewart was the Rod Stewart I was introduced to. So maybe that's maybe we're coming down to it. Maybe that's why I was so fascinated by every picture tells a story because it was like that grittier yeah. Um, not-so-made-up version of Rod Stewart that I thought was so fun. But yeah, when he moved into the 80s, a lot of people didn't follow along. I did. I mean, Young Turks is just one of my favorite 80s oh, I, songs no, of I all love, time. I do love that song. I, God, here, it's so fun. It's <laughs> fun to sing in karaoke, too, if anyone's looking for an, a new 80s song to try.
0: Here, here's a confession. I love the Rod Stewart disco era, and like lately for some weird reason and like I I have to slip into like the Whisper Steve version now like at work at work sometimes now like I listen to the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack like on repeat during the day for some reason I don't know why
1: yeah no that was one of my go-tos when I was working in an office that was my go-to yeah I just and I don't know why either (laughs) I I I really don't there's something about that album is so like
0: I don't know I, I have a hard time listening to 80s music sometimes at work because I get That it distracts me too much, but like disco, just for some reason is it just sets the right energy level, and so I I, like. There's nothing to me as much fun as the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack or or, you know early Rod Stewart or anything like that. But the Bee Gees, the late seventies, forget about it. I mean, anyway, uh. agree,
1: agree. We're on the same page on that one. So try, so Steve, I'm giving you a homework assignment. Listen to this uh, this song by Janet Jackson.
0: Okay, I will. and then
1: scratch your head why she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because she, it's not it's not very <laughs> well,
0: rockin', but let's talk about this for two seconds. My interpretation of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is it's it's not strictly meant to be. It's rock and roll is more of an attitude than a musical yeah. z- genre when it comes to the museum, and that's I think what they're honoring there. So I'm I'm pretty flexible about my definition of what rock and roll is in terms of the hall of fame. So I don't get hung up on, you know, why is, uh, why is, (laughs) why is Madonna in there, but not sticks? You know, I just, you know, no, it's, it's, it's all about attitude. Rock and roll is all about attitude. Ultimately. I mean, at its very basic core to me, rock and roll is about attitude. And so that's what the hall honors.
1: Right. So this is the part where, um, Brad would argue with you but I'm not gonna because I agree (laughs) (laughs) I have good news though I have good Janet Jackson news I just learned this that she is going to be doing a residency in Las Vegas called Metamorphosis and I am so sad I mean I'm really glad my dad moved here he retired but he used to live in Las Vegas and I'm like now wishing he still lived there so we could go visit and stay in his house and go see Metamorphosis like
0: three times to Vegas for like next to nothing though I mean the stay at the Luxor for like $30 a night
1: All right, fine. Fine. (laughs) You've convinced me. (laughs) You've made a very, very good argument. $30 elixir. I'm there.
0: This week's episode of Stuck in the Ease is sponsored by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular, With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, trade your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Stuck in the a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Just sign up at stuck.robinhood.com. And we're back, and we have one more song in our list of Favorite cover songs by bands who are inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2019. which Very niche list, I will admit. Very niche. So uh, Brad discovered this one. So give him credit, even though he's in Las Vegas and trying to text us right during the middle of the show. We just, like when I was reading that last commercial. We're busy, pay,
1: Brad. Thanks, Brad, but we're busy.
0: Uh, the Cure is going to make our list for their cover of The Doors and Hello, I Love You.
1: I love you, won't you tell me your name I me Hello I tell me your
0: name That's like the perkiest uh, song introduction I've ever done. Hello, <laughs> Even Jen just mocked <laughs> me during the break. Uh, this song came out in 1990, but we're going to grandfather it in just like we did with Janet. Hello, I love you was written by Jim Morrison for the Doors for their 1968 album "Waiting for the Sun. It reached number one in the U.S. and became the band's first big U.K. hit. Hit number fifteen on the chart, and it sounds a little bit like this. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Hello, I love you. Let me jump in your game. Hello, okay, so let's address the elephant in the room why brad's not here oh, I'm like what is what's
1: the elephant
0: <laughs> the plagiarism controversy um hello i love you's musical structure does sound very similar to the kinks all day and all of the night the doors uh surviving members have claimed in interviews that the song's vibe total doors word was taken from the cream song sunshine of your love uh Ray Davies of the Kinks and their publisher considered suing the Doors, according to urban legend, but eventually it was hinted at that an out of court settlement was reached. So um, I'm, wild- I'm, wild- I'm widely paraphrasing this because uh, do you really want us to take a whole lot of time out of the 80s podcast to talk about a legal battle in the 60s? But let's just say, you know. I wouldn't acknowledge it because if I don't, we're going to get 10 angry emails tomorrow saying, you know, can't believe you didn't talk about the plagiarism. Anyway, The Cure's cover appears on a 1990 compilation album by Elektra to celebrate the label's 40th anniversary. And special bonus, The Cure also do a 10 second version of the song. Are you ready for this, Jen? Here we go. (laughs)
1: Hello, I love you.
0: <laughs> and that's about it. That's about all you can squeeze into ten seconds. But it was—it's a fun song. I always kind of like it when people cover the Doors. Was it Echo and the Bunny Men covered uh, "People Are Strange" in the Lost Boys soundtrack? That's fantastic. Yeah, it is. By but you know
1: way. what I was thinking as I as I listened um, to this version—that this version is—and we've talked about this uh, several times as we go go through all the different covers that we've been talking about. But this one sounds especially curie. Yeah. Like, I think that they, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think they made it their own. You know, I it 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 sounds like a cure song to me. It doesn't, ha- if I didn't know it was a Doors song, I would, it's what kind of what you were saying about the Roxy Music one. But the people are, I would argue that the people are strange, um, that the Echo and the Bunny Men version of that one sounds more like the Doors. Like, I feel like they were channeling the Doors where the Cure was just doing their thing.
0: I'm texting Brad back right now and telling him, "Haha, we're talking about you on the show. What do you think about that?"
1: I mean, if you don't if you don't show up, you can't defend yourself.
0: <laughs> but no, you're right. The the cure does actually make it sound like their own. And, and god bless those guys. I'm so glad they're in the Rock Hall of Fame. I Those guys in Depeche Mode are still like number 1 and 2 on my list on um bucket list concert events i want to go to
1: yeah no 13 year old jen with one end screamed like just a little e when i heard that they were even in the running <laughs> yeah they were so cool and did i did you see the clip of the person who was um it was going all over interviewing Facebook him. interviewing him and she was like super duper peppy and she was like hello i love you and uh <laughs> and um robert smith she says something like are you as excited as I am? And Robert Smith says something like, by the looks of it, apparently not, or something like, it was like the most Robert Smith, <laughs> oh, it was awesome. It was so great.
0: It was, it was classic. Yeah. God, God love that guy. I mean, talk what about amazing. rock and roll attitude, right? Yeah. He should have been one of the founding members. <laughs> <laughs> uh, alas, it's time for something we like to call The, the Seggies. Uh, The mystical refrain that is listener mailbag. We got two letters this week. Both of them are in reaction to our 500th podcast, which we released a few weeks ago, probably five weeks ago now. We've been kind of slowing down our pace. Work's just been crazy lately. Yeah.
1: And maybe you hit the number 500. You're like, okay, let me just breathe for a second.
0: (laughs) Well, I just, I got back from vacation. I've been working like 12, 14 hour days. Yikes. So... I know. I'm a little burned out. In fact, I'm on call right now, as a matter of fact. And if the phone... If suddenly you hear this awkward pause in the, <laughs> the podcast, it's because my my Disney phone started ringing and I have to answer it. So. It's
1: probably Brad. Just ignore yeah. it. He's just trying to... <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. He would He would still have that number. <laughs> uh, anyway, we, we do have two letters. Uh, letter one is from David Horn in Phoenix, and uh, Jen's going to read this one.
1: Dear Steve and Brad, I just got through listening to the Stuck in the 80s podcast number 500. As I sat in my living room with my iPhone and peeling away the remnants of my 80s cruise tan, I had to pause to wipe away the tears that were welling in my eyes. The podcast took me back to the cruise interview where I sat in the second row listening to you interview my favorite VJs. My story goes back to 1981. I had just completed my junior year in college and I was back home for the summer and got a job working as a DJ in a local dance club. Oh, that's cool. I bagged groceries. All right. I wound up at the club until 1989 when I moved on to another club before becoming a radio DJ in the 90s. Cool. Once the 80s were over, I hadn't given them much thought through the rest of my life other than the great and diverse music that I still listen to today. A few years ago, I discovered your podcast and was immediately hooked. I then went back and treated myself to all the previous podcasts. Those shows made me relive everything I had gone through in the 80s. There were a lot of great memories, including friends, music, concerts, and relationships. It was also a decade where I went through a lot of hardships for which I can only blame myself. But ever since I started listening to the current podcasts, I have only relived the good times from the 80s and permanently shelved the bad moments. I learned... I know, that's awesome. I learned from my mistakes and I am better for the experience. The podcasts make me feel like we are kindred spirits that have known each other for decades. I got the chance to meet both of you on the cruise as I tried to bribe you with money to take a picture with me. You were so nice to take the picture with me and offered some stuck-in-the-80s swag. It was then that I felt like we were all brothers. The tears in my eyes while I was listening to the show were because I was so proud of the work and passion you two have for the era and because you have made me feel like a part of the family along with all those who sail on the cruise. I am forever grateful to you, Brad, and Jen with 1N for keeping me Hopelessly stuck in the '80s, still wiping away the tears. Dave Horn in Phoenix. Oh,
0: what a nice letter! Mm, wow, that's so cool. I, I still remember the the photo we we took with Dave, and he's trying to hand us money.
1: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> it was did sweet. you take? Oh, de- did you take it? No, I'm no, kidding. We didn't take the money. <laughs> <You're> teasing. <laughs> Oh man, that was such a oh Dave man, such a great letter. Thank you so much. That really um, it means a lot to us.
1: That uh, is nice, and I'm glad that that you like mo- moved on. You know, that's the, I feel like that's kind of the good part of getting older, is being able to you know forgive yourself and and move forward. That's awesome.
0: Well, I th- I think it helps when you have something to look forward to, and I, I, t- to some degree, that's been my struggle the last <laughs> several years. But I think. I've turned the corner on that lately, and hopefully, you know, you'll be hearing a happier Eeyore from now on. Yeah. And, um, hey, Steve. I'll keep. Yeah.
1: Hello, I yep. love you.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jen, you're the best. No. Um, letter number two is from Timmy Williams, and I'll try to read this one and keep a. A dry eye while I do it. Um, uh, Timmy writes, congrats to everyone at Stuck in the 80s on episode 500. Just want to send a quick note to everyone who has been a host to say thank you. Thank you for being fun to listen to while I'm busy at work. Thank you for making a car ride more enjoyable. Thank you for making me laugh. Thank you for making me cry, Thank, Thank you for giving me goosebumps with feel-good moments. Thank you for the kind words at the time of my divorce. Thank you for even more kind words after a four-year relationship that ended. Thank you for the ball opener and, yes, the trucker hat from the 80s cruise. I forgot that we gave uh, to you one of those. <laughs> thank you for the first seat on the time machine to go back on a date with my ex-girlfriend's sister. <laughs> Most of all, thank you for continuing the podcast. Here's to another 500... Love all of you there. Timmy Williams from Camp Crystal Lake, Illinois. Thanks, Aww.
1: Timmy. Oh, that is so sweet.
0: Yeah. You're going well, to be okay. not allowed seriously. to make you cry. Oh. <laughs> no, I, don't.
1: I think you guys are just trying to one up each other. You're trying to one cry each other. <laughs> You're just going to try to make know, it so you never know. speak or exchange thoughts without crying.
0: I've had a weird day. Like, I cried. I watched. Ready Player One at eight in the morning, and I cried during that. I, I still don't remember what scene I cried during. Huh. And then I, I watched Pixels, the Adam Sandler movie, for the first time later today. And you cried. And I cried during. Cried at yeah, Pixels. Like, who oh. the hell cries during an Adam Sandler movie? I. So uh, I, you know, I don't. I don't know what to say. Thanks, Timmy. Though I mean, really, um, you know, I don't think we'll do five hundred more. <laughs> that would take another ten years, but, <laughs> um, you know. We'll enjoy every one of them while we do it. We'll do it together.
1: What's happening, hot stuff?
0: Uh, By the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. Uh, We haven't done this one since episode 497. Mm, Pre-cruise. Back when I was 36 years old. (laughs) Right. So, as you know, we'll play a snippet of a movie from the 80s if you get it right. You're entered into the drawing for um, some swag. What do we have? I, I know Brad has some bottle openers. He might have, still have some of the little fancy fake lighters that we gave away that say episode 500 on them. Those are cool. By the way, Timmy, Timmy, you deserve a bottle, uh, a lighter for uh, that letter. So remind me to have Brad send you one when he gets back from Las Vegas and starts caring about things again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Bradley.
0: Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> sorry. Oh and the, today's emotional roller coaster takes another turn. It's like Grand It's like uh Thunder Mountain Railroad here at the Spears <laughs> Lair. Um one of the few rides I can still go on. Anyway, uh pay attention. Here's the clip from episode four ninety seven.
1: Got a little scotch.
0: Sure. Yep, that's weekend at Bernie's. Love that movie. Late eighties even. Wow. How do you like that? Huh. Yeah. How do you like them apples? Jen, uh, want you take while well, while well, I clean my eyes from the tears that are rolling down, I want you uh, read some of the winners.
1: Winners include Brock in North Dakota, Dave Lemmy August, John Ross, Jesse Elgato Grande Smith, Canuck in Colorado, Eric Brube, and Tom Korn in
0: Austria mm, pay attention. <laughs> <Mm-kay>. <laughs> Prepare to qualify. Sorry, it's an insider joke that only three of us will get. Uh, Pay attention. Here's the clip for this week's show.
1: Oi, that's a spell holiday. S-H-I-T.
0: If you know it, email us at at podcast.sits.com and tune in soon to find out if you'll be a winner. (laughs) Ah, the traditional and no longer mystical refrain that is named that 80s tune. Uh, we'll play a snippet of a song, song from the 80s. I hate doing that, but I do it. And then when I edit the show later and I hear myself going, song, I really want to punch myself in the face. And yet oh. I just did it again. So
1: explain that. Punch yourself twice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you get it right, you're entered into the drawing for the uh, swag, the unforementioned, or the the or the previously mentioned but yet. Illy defined swag. I'm sorry. I'm like, kind of a mess after that letter from Timmy. I, I'm going to recover. I swear. Very sweet. <laughs> um, pay attention from episode 497 again. Everybody loves episode 497. I don't even remember what it was about, but uh, here we go. Here's what it was. That's Looking for a New Love by Jody Watley. Jen must have picked the song.
1: Yeah, it must have been me. It must have been me.
0: Um, well, a, a few people, by a few I mean like two dozen people got it right. That's pretty good. Yeah, see, that so makes me happy. it was not obscure. Yeah, it should make you happy.
1: Yeah, Jotty Watley is the shit, you guys. I think so. <laughs> I think you should think so. I don't so. have
0: to censor that word anymore. That's so great. Yay. Uh, okay, so Jen um, is going to read some winners, and I'm going to sit here and contemplate life.
1: Okay, I'm going to just take a breath. Dave in Oxford, Joseph Purdue, Count Von Falken Dave. <laughs> Are you I serious?
0: Guy? Count Count von Falkenstein? Well, That's a new one. I Falken- don't I've never seen that. Falkenstein?
1: Is it is it Falken like Walken? Falkenstein.
0: Okay, here we go. Count
1: <laughs> <laughs> Winners include Dave in Oxford, Joseph Purdue, Count Von Falkenstein, Michael Mockrock Hayes, Brock in North Dakota, hey again. Peter Ryan, Kevin Pipe Wench, Timothy Thompson, Thelma and KC, John Ross, Pensacola Jim, Eric in North Seattle, Erwin with an E, you're giving me instructions right there, Tommy in Boston, <laughs> Shander James, Mark Ram, Canuck in Colorado, Becky the Rocker Pixie, Dan in Omaha, Jeremy in St. Pete, Eric from Cincinnati, Eric Brube, Rhoda Collins, Chris living on the air in Cincinnati Adams, and... Jeffrey A. Frable CPA, who I'm betting is busier than a one-armed paper hanger right now. That was Brad's comment, not mine.
0: Jen, time for you to spin the wheel and mm. find out who our winner is.
1: Very, very brisk spin today. Mm. I spun it a second time because I don't know why.
0: No, I'm good. Don't hurt yourself. It looks like it's going to land, though, after that brief spin on Thelma and KC. You're the uh, winner. So send in your Yay. postal address. Still getting used to saying that. And we'll send you something. Um, you know what I have? I have some 80s Cruise refrigerator magnets that I bought that I meant to give to you, Jen, oh, yeah. for the last day of trivia. Things were all a Kimbo that day. Yeah, I didn't have any that voice. Was your your voice was so. a Kimbo. Yeah, no, that,
1: that's, a good, that's a good one. Thelma's lucky.
0: Uh, in the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us at podcast at and tune in 200 shows from now to find out if you're a winner. We'll be right back after this commercial break. How about Nicole for the worst Sure. But we get mighty thirsty.
1: a bunch of guys really go at it this hard just for a beer. Well, consider it's Michelob Light and that means a rich, smooth taste you can compare to any beer you like.
0: Those guys could have beaten the Russians today. You think they'd play for Michelob Light? Michelob Light. Compare the taste. And we're back and um, everyone's probably sitting there going, oh my god, we dodged a bullet. They didn't talk about the 80s cruise the entire uh-huh. show. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Ah. So um, the 2020 cruise of the 80s cruise is about a year away, a, a little less than a year away. We have a new ship this year. It'll be the Royal Caribbean Explorer of the Seas, which is an amazing ship. I've been on it before. It has this, um, oh God, I don't know what they call it, like a promenade area, I think is what it's called, in the middle of the ship. And there's all these little, it's it's like it's like Central Park or something. Oh, wow. Where there's all these little little um, shops and bistros and restaurants and bakeries and and if you have an interior cabin if well not all interior cabins but certain interior cabins actually look out into the interior promenade so even though you may not be in, you won't have an ocean view you might have a promenade view which when i went on the boat that's what i had it was amazing
1: that's awesome so you could like look out for the b-52s and like run downstairs and like take photos with them exactly so bring your uh bring your binoculars people. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's March eighth through the fifteenth. Um, this year, the price includes a premium drink package, mm-hmm. so that'll be fun. That'll be dangerous. Totally. But it'll be fun. Um, some sad news. I don't. I don't think Jen's coming with us.
1: I don't think so. Unless I win f- like the lottery or something, and am able to provide. Uh, a, uh, an au pair for my husband and my daughter. <laughs> I don't think it's going <laughs> to happen, but you we, never know. I didn't think I was going to go on ever go on another 80s cruise, and I and I got to go on yeah. this year, so you never know. You, you never, never know. know but well, yeah.
0: We're going to adopt some of your ideas, most of your ideas. Good. We're going to steal them and claim them as our, as our own and give away extra stuff this year, so that'll be fun. Um, cool. If you haven't heard us tell you before, the artists on this year's or next year's cruise will include the B-52s, Berlin, uh Patty Smythe and Scandal, Tony Hadley from Spando Ballet, Tony Lewis from the Outfield, Dire Straits Legacy, Asia featuring John Payne, Lita Ford, Midnight Star, The Motels, Big Country, The Jets, Bow Wow Wow's Annabella, Katrina from Katrina and the Waves, and there's some more big acts coming soon. Um, I've been talking to the age cruise people. I know the names that they're banting around as um, additions, but I can't tell you. But I can tell you this: you're going to want to come on the cruise. (laughs) I mean, mean, when they told me, I I was like, "Oh my god, you're going to want to come on the cruise." Like you didn't want to come before, you're going to want to come now. So there you go. You
1: know what's funny is I missed the first like five times I saw the list. I missed Midnight Star. Oh yeah, which is. Yeah, I I would be, like, that would be a really, really fun one, I think. Oh. Freakazoid and no parking on the dance floor. Yeah. That, that, I bet that will be a really, really fun show. Yeah.
0: There's going to be a lot. The thing about this new ship is there's so many, it's it's a lot bigger. I think it accommodates maybe a thousand more people. God, but, it looks huge. But there's more um, concert venues. So there's almost twice as many bands coming on the ship. So literally, you're going to be able to go around and see... It's not going to be like, oh, they're either going to be here or there. They're gonna, they could be like one of four places. They haven't figured it all out yet. But it's going to be amazing. We have new people who are in charge um, of the cruise. It's still ECP, but there's these two new guys who are in charge. I met them on this last cruise. Really great guys. They love the 80s. They're completely devoted to people being happy and people being really excited about this cruise. So I feel really strong about 2020. And uh, Brad and I will be back to host Big Eighties Trivia, um, and here's what's cool for you: if um, if you, if you're a a previous guest on the Eighties Cruise, then your previous guest discount is probably your best bet. You know, you get a really good deal. If you're if if you've never been on the Eighties Cruise, and shame on you, but but I get it. You know, it's it, <laughs> it's 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 it's, it's a know, commitment. It's a commitment. It is very much a commitment. Um if you book with the promo code stuck, you get $200 cabin credit. So that's pretty nice. And you, and you're not going to have to use that on drinks because those are paid for. So there's a couple massages or, you know, whatever there's, there's some, there's some of your excursions paid for. Um, the ports this year, I, I don't, I don't have them written down, but they're good ones. It's Eastern Caribbean this year. And, um, if, to be honest, if you're going on this trip for the crew for the ports, then you know you're going for the wrong reason. You're go the reason to go on the, <laughs> the 80s cruise is for the bands, and for the experiences, and for the theme nights, you know, and most of all for the, the ports trivia. are gravy.
1: <laughs> yeah, the po- oh for sure the tri- the trivia that's your meat and potatoes right yeah. there. But um, <laughs> but the but the uh, the ports are like gravy. I think right. it's like an extra bonus thing to get to go and lay on the beach. I think.
0: Yeah, I didn't even get off the boat this last year, but. But I meant to. I was just sick that last day. So it was my own fault. I was so excited the night before Key West that I kind of threw my voice out and I couldn't talk that whole day. (laughs) And I just didn't. Yes, I recall. It was horrible. And I remember Jen called me on on my cabin phone early in the morning. I'm like, I cannot talk very long. (laughs) Go to breakfast (laughs) without me. (laughs) It was, it was, that was not a good day. But, but every other, but you guys did an amazing job. It was a fun cruise. Everybody loved it. If you want to go to www.the80s cruise right now, all the photos, like 5,000 photos, you don't have to take photos on these cruise because they have professional photographers there who take them for you and they post them online and you can download them for free.
1: Also, P.S. There's some mad photographers on the ship that have been there all four years and will be there again next year. Chuck. And they take Oh my God, Chuck is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some folks that just take a ton of photos. And it's actually reminding me, there was one time this year where my best friend Lucy and I were walking down the hall to the swimming pool. We passed Grandmaster Flash and we were and I was like, Oh my God, we got it. So we, we went back. He was getting a cookie at the ice cream place and, um, I got a picture with him. Lucy got a picture with him. And then this woman, I have no idea who she is. I'm not sure she even knew who we were taking pictures with. But I have a picture of her and Grandmaster Flash holding his cookie. And I think I got to throw it on the on the meet and greet, the cruise meet and greet Facebook page. Because I have this woman in a picture and I don't know who it is. So I'm going to throw it. And that's been happening now and again. It's really funny. I'm still on the cruise page and people are putting it like does somebody have a photo of this? And then like five photos pop up. So it's very cool. Even post-cruise, I mean, it's well worth the money because you're planning and so you have all this fun planning. You go on the cruise. It's amazing. And then after the fact, you've like made some pretty decent friends. And um, yeah, so bring your camera. Don't bring your camera. Things will get recorded. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. That's the one thing that we we don't really talk about, but there's, there's all these Facebook groups that are formed around the cruise. And these people... The people that go on this cruise become lifelong friends. I don't know how many people on this cruise I'd never met before until the cruise, and, and like now we talk all the time. We always go on the cruise. We always hang out together. We have a great time. Um It's just—I actually
1: met you guys on the cruise. I met you guys on the cruise. Yeah, yeah, the first one. Yeah, now I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, but it, but it that is the unsaid thing. You you form a family from the cruise. And it's something else, and you just can't. Everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You get some friends. No, you get a you get a family. So, Timmy Williams, gonna punch you in the nose for making me cry like a baby tonight. But other than that, I thought it was a fun show. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, we'll be back um, hopefully in a week or so. Um, we're gonna get back in the swing of things. I promise. Brad, Brad's got a busy April. Um, I have a busy April. You're going, to hear about, you're going to hear about that soon, if you're not following me already on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Jen knows what I'm talking about, but she's been sworn to secrecy. Uh, but in hello, the meantime, I love you. <laughs> in the meantime, we remain here with our favorite rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees, all together, hopelessly, stuck in the 80s. Hello, hello, hello. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network special thanks to check battery daily for our theme music and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on itunes stitcher or the clns media mobile app